Okay, cool. Um, part two. Yeah, part two. And we're back. Um, okay, cool. So, hi again. Hi again. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not many of my podcasts that had uh, had edits, so this is a special special episode. But no, um, uh, man, I'm really enjoying the conversation. Um, I just wanted to ask you some some dance, or like, not even specific questions. I'm just interested in your dance uh, career and what you're doing and stuff like that. Are you is is the battle stuff like the main focus of what you're doing, or are you trying to spread everything? Because I think I think I probably know you more from battles. I think like. Um, yeah, I guess. Like, and then I obviously the more you see people, you you know, on Instagram and whatever, you see the other stuff that they're working on or whatever. But um, yeah, what's your kind of like creative uh, drive or focus? I think something about me is that I've actually done everything. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. You were saying I, in the panel. Yeah I, yeah, I said that in the panel discussion before. <laughs> so I am. Um, I've been a very commercial dancer. So I've done uh, shows where I only did choreography. Um, I presented the new car. So I've yeah for Porsche and the new electric Porsche oh, came amazing. out. So we've been yeah. showing all the the all the features. Yeah. Um I've done uh fairs, trade fairs oh, where nice. I've had performances five times a day. Oh wow. Super exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Some sometimes for three weeks in a row, every day, five times a day. Mm. Um is this is all as a breaker? All as a okay. breaker. Um, no, I would say as a dancer. Oh, you did kind is, of more general stuff as well? Yeah, I've done um I've done a little uh education um it's called the oh yeah yeah it's the education from Sonia Batucelli. it's in berlin three months where i've done oh. ballet every morning oh wow okay. it's been four different four to five different classes every day and amazing it's been a lot of choreography a lot of technique ah, okay um, so you're really all-rounder <laughs> yeah but i am a i am a breaker that's okay. my main focus uh i started with performing on weddings performing on street carnivals street fairs uh, performing for artists um, in the background, music videos. I've done um, tours. We have a German rock star um, who actually even had like a little impact on my youth because oh, wow. he did a little um, uh, audio book called Tabaluga, which is like a little dragon and he's fighting the evil snowman. And he, I think, I'm not sure if he even wrote the stories. I don't think he wrote the stories, but his he sang the starting melody oh, wow. and others. So his um, uh, being on tour with him was obviously super cool. And it was a four month tour. Yeah. Um, wow. Through a whole Germany. I did theater, very experimental theater. Okay. <laughs> I mentioned downstairs, which yeah. made the audience giggle. Uh, <laughs> sometimes people were running naked full with the uh, ham. It wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. And the fu yeah. funny side with ham, story. Yeah, they put ham all over their body and oh, ran wow. around naked and had like a, a duet. Um, well, and, I'm not surprised. I've seen a, a lot of weird oh, yeah, theater. Yeah. But yeah, I've done that too. Yeah. I wasn't the one being naked, just mentioning that. Yeah, yeah like, before people no are trying to YouTube this. Uh, you won't find any footage on YouTube. <laughs> so I said, I told the choreographer, yo, I can't do yeah, this. Yeah, I'm yeah. not taking off my clothes on no, stage. So she tried to find a solution. So her solution was the scene before they took tape, sticky tape, and just taped me to the floor. So I was oh, well. stuck to okay. the floor <laughs> for the whole scene while they were like uh, doing oh, wow. some kind of uh, act with yeah, ham. ham on their wow. body. Um, I've done classic theater where uh, I played um, the Merchant of Venice. Oh wow, um, nice! Like uh, speaking roles and stuff. Yeah, okay, like, nice. I was uh, the the daughter of the merchant. Oh wow, um, who is the daughter of the merchant who is a Jew and turns yes. to the Christians? Um, she, merchant of Venice is Shakespeare. Yes, she's the pound of flesh. Is yeah, it exactly. The okay. pound of flesh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've done like classic theater. I've done experimental theater. I've done. Um, I work with Silke Flüge, Silke Grabinger, which is an amazing choreographer from Austria. Okay. Where I learned so much about um, the contemporary dance theater. But yeah, then again, I did the the big commercial shows. I did. Um, <laughs> I I performed as a dancer at Perukaville, which is uh, one of the biggest house techno festivals, I think. EDM mm. music festivals and we've been performing I pretty much just freestyle for hours on yeah. stage while the big DJs okay. were pushing their buttons. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like when you ask me like what have I done in my career, I've done so much. Yeah. Um, but at the end I felt like I did all this to have a budget for for breaking and right. battles. Right. Because um yeah, battles I'm I love competition, uh not because I wanna be the best, the best, the best. I just like to get challenged. Yeah, it's fun to compete. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
so yeah like you say telling me that you know me from the battles is obviously telling me that i've done the right thing oh yeah <laughs> so um yeah right now i'm at the point um that i actually uh i'm a sponsored athlete yes i was gonna ask you yeah yeah so i was the first ever breaking athlete signed by nike yeah um, i used to work with red bull i worked with a an insurance company in germany and honestly being able to work as an athlete being able to have my training um and the battles as my source of income is just a dream coming true i bet yeah this is uh, it's just also had so many sacrifices yeah and i'm still sacrificing so of much course. and this is a, something that people need to be aware of like, I bet. living your dream is never easy oh yeah 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 it's like it's just a whole new set of problems mm -hmm. you know it's exactly. like maybe not the same problems but still problems <laughs> yeah. but so okay so let's again i'm gonna ask you about the nike uh, situation you tell me what you don't want to answer i can't answer yeah. that's fine my contract is confidential yeah of course of course most things i want to talk about too <laughs> so okay so nike come to you and say we want you to be like a sponsored athlete right so i guess i know a little bit I i've been in certain places you want me to interrupt you really quick yeah yeah let me tell you the story of how i got so, in contact yeah, yeah, let's with do that. Yeah, start because there. it wasn't exactly like that <laughs> so um so just talking about the general in case we have uh audience that is not so aware of how breaking or where breaking is standing sure breaking is uh, becoming olympic in 2024 um but we really didn't have many sponsors we have red bull being very uh open with their budget not open about their budget but they really put a lot of budget in breaking um we had monster i think one or two dancers work with g-shock yeah but we really didn't have big sponsorships in breaking yeah so there was a time where i was working with puma actually okay. in um 2018 and 19 i was working with puma uh but the conversation was always okay let's let's have a contract and they were always like yeah yeah, yeah we, we're gonna talk about it nothing and even when we were supposed to have a conversation about the contract i was invited to the headquarters of puma they just told me all the things they're gonna do with i think ariana grande and uh <laughs> all these things and when i asked the essential questions that were important for me i always asked i asked like okay but who are your main athletes especially female athletes they couldn't answer it mm. so that's when i realized like, i think i'm really talking to the wrong people yeah because yeah, yeah, they yeah. were talking about um <laughs> no problem hi joe so, <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, monkey flip media coming in the room with sandwiches yes yes um so, yeah sorry i think puma saw me as an influencer and as a cute girl smiling on instagram but i think they didn't really realize who they were talking to yeah yeah, yeah. because that's not the only thing i am of i'm course. not the superficial person who just likes to show fancy outfits <laughs> yeah. so um and then it was kind of crazy because a friend of mine that is uh also training at the Flying Steps Academy, she worked as a trainer for Nike and Nike oh, wow. asked her, um, hey, do you know any breakers? Because they realized, ah, hey, breaking is going to be Olympic. This is after the Olympic announcement. Exactly. And oh no, actually, I think it was before even. I think it was. But I maybe they the, heard something that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The since since the, um, the Youth Olympic Games in Buenos Aires, I think it was. Yeah, it happen. Yeah, people were aware of the fact <laughs> that it could happen. Yeah. So, um, Nike wanted, they just wanted to know what is happening. They just wanted to get reliable sources. So the, they asked um, her, hey, do you know any breakers? So she was like, hey, Jilu, can I, can I pass your contact? And that was funny because that was just after I had this conversation with Puma where I realized mm. they don't know who they're talking to. Everything exactly. Is like <laughs> Timing was perfect. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, um, they contacted me just one or two days later and I was just like, help. Uh, yeah, let's let's have a conversation. So we met in a cafe, and I think they thought they would they were gonna meet me for like maybe twenty forty five minutes, something like this. We ended up being in the cafe for about three hours. Wow! <laughs> me telling them um, what it means, what breaking means, the history, where we come from, where we where we want to go, uh, preserving. Sorry, culture. can I just clarify something? Yeah. Is this Nike like Germany, or it's like a, someone from global? Um, they were from Nike Germany, but Nike has a really good, um, they, they are really well connected. Okay. So, so it's all, if you're talking to one, it's going to be part of the, yeah. yeah. Okay. Eventually the whole, <laughs> the whole company will know. Okay, cool. Sorry. No. Um, and then I had this conversation and then 
you saying like, oh, maybe Nike came to you and asked you like, hey, we want to make a contract with you. Yeah. That was not what happened. Because okay. what happened was they just wanted information. Mm. But I always, I gave them information, but I always told them like, I'm going to stop here because I don't want you to abuse my knowledge. Yes. So oh, I stopped. So glad you said I that. always, I always, <laughs> yes, I always gave them information that was really interesting, but I stopped when it became actually interesting. I, so like I always your, told them like, like hey, yeah, we, we have we have so many underground events, but hey, I can't tell tell you all the na- uh, events. Yep. You can do your research, yep. or we work together. So <sighs> I dropped in the first conversation that I ever had. It's like I'm not interested in short term collaborations. I'm not interested in a big company abusing my knowledge and my position. I want a contract or nothing. So <laughs> it was, and I felt like okay, either I absolutely ruined this, or they know or what I, I what I want. And uh, well, the good thing is. They were like, oh, okay. Let's so, talk about it. Yeah. And then uh, I think that was in summer, in about June or July. And I think by October, I had a contract for a, wow. a trial contract uh, that went on for just three months. Mm-hmm. And we did one um, collaboration with Snipes that had a really beautiful video. And I had so much impact uh, influence on that video. Yeah. They didn't just produce it and had somebody taking care of everything. No, sure. I actually... I wrote the 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 voiceover. I oh, wrote wow. it myself, and I also did the voiceover yeah. myself. Um, I could tell them uh, I I had influence on the outfit. I had influence on yeah. practically the whole video, and they asked me what I feel comfortable with. Um, they showed me some beats if I'm okay with the beats, and I was just like, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, great, <laughs> that's cool. Amazing. So it's it's super interesting to work with a company that actually respects you as an athlete. Um, but yeah, this is just the history because That's the thing is, it's so sick. <laughs> when people think like, oh, probably a company is going to come to me and going to ask me like, hey, you want to work with me? No, that's not what's you made, happening. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is so dope for so many reasons. Like, I think one thing that, where to start? Fuck. I think what's sick is like, and, and I've been dealing with this recently, where a lot of companies will do this thing where they'll kind of just, hey, we just need some advice. or can you? And because... A lot of people are kind of gassed to be speaking, uh, like excited to be speaking to a certain cup. They're like, oh, they want to prove themselves almost mm-hmm. like, oh, I know all the stuff. Let me tell you all the stuff. And it's like, it's that combined with the fact that we don't value our knowledge as a resource. And I'm only getting there in the last year or so. Like I'm starting to realize like, like my advice is a job. Like, and I have enough experience in in certain aspects where it's like, you know, like, let's say here, uh, like maybe p- event organizers might ask me something like, um, oh, how should we run our event? And I-, I just like to chat. So maybe I'm like, oh, you could do this. And they're like, well, what could we do about this? And at a certain point, I'm like, I studied events in uni. I ran dance events in the UK and my I've been in the UK scene for like 15 years. So this combined is something you can pay for. <laughs> it's exactly. like, I know the scene, I know events and I, and I know like how, how things are supposed to be from experience and whatever. And that's a job like people can pay you a salary to advise about events advise about your career even you know when younger dancers ask you like oh what can I do with my career and it's like there's a part of it where you want to give back and help people and I do this all the time but also there's a time when it's like you could pay me for career advice you know and it's like it's one thing when it's just a young dancer that doesn't have a job it's like fine Uh, but I think it's it depends on who you're talking to but but if you're talking to one of the biggest uh, (laughs) companies in the world then you definitely know they have a budget and they have um, they should not get this yeah, knowledge for free. Exactly. If, if we're talking to, um, I had a super nice conversation with Ronnie about uh, that, and that he's he's mentoring so many people as far as I know, yeah. and um, he has had advised uh, somebody who was just outstanding um, from his surround his surroundings. So he actually realized to motivate that person to change his life, move to the states, and actually go for his dreams. And I think. It really depends on, as you say, like, are we talking to um, to a company who has a budget and about people at the end profiting that I don't even know yeah. from my knowledge? Yeah. Or is it somebody where at the end, because I've, I've been, um, I also studied marketing. Oh, cool. I, I don't have a bachelor. I didn't finish it. But yeah, I, I do know a lot about marketing and I know about, um, I know about the scene. I know yeah. I have my um, insights. So I do a lot of social media marketing and I've been advising so many people with their accounts and um, I actually realized that what I do works. And when it comes to B-Boys and B-Girls, 
I do want them to be successful. I sure. want people to have successful social media accounts. But obviously, if somebody else, if a company would hire me, I want my salary. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Yeah, as you say, like knowledge is something that is so precious. Yeah, and um, and yeah. is a is something you can charge for. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, yeah, I think that's so. That's like that's such a sick story in that sense that you had the understanding and the foresight to be like. Let me stop there. I'll give you the rest when you pay for it, you know, which is like, uh, I think we need to do that more often, especially with, you know, these companies and stuff. And it's yeah. not. But then also props to Nike because they did that. Yeah. And it's not, and again, it's not like a, um, I've sorry. had conversations yeah. with so many companies and it's not the first company where I tried to work with. And they, yeah, some don't and, and some. Exactly. And it's, and it's not a negative thing. It's not like being money hungry. It's not being a horrible person. It's that's business because. I guarantee you, you can have all the followers in the world be the best speaker. But if you walked into Nike and said, hey, can I have some free shit? They maybe are going to say, we give you a T-shirt, one pair of trainers, but that's all. Next, you have to come back or we give you discount or something like that. So you do the same to them. Like, hey, you want this information? I'll give you some. <laughs> you I'll pay for you the rest. i give you a discount on more. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like, and they're not going to be like, huh, what a, who does she think she is? They're like, hmm, okay, a businesswoman. Let me give you the, yeah. the thing that you need. Cool. Let's carry on. Anyway. And it's like, this is how business work and this is how the world works really with, with in terms of money and, and services being exchanged for things. And I think it's easy to forget that being like this kind of culture that we're in the way we treat each other is maybe not the same way we need to treat companies and, and uh, business, absolutely. you know, there's business and then there's culture and it doesn't, it's not the same thing, no, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, that's really cool. And the other thing that I love about the story is like, I'm, I'm actually, it's even cooler that they didn't approach you because it would be cool. I already thought it was cool that I'm like, damn, like, like mm -hmm. hit you up. and wanted to give you a sponsorship. Like that's cool. Like that's like making it, but it's like, it's even more making it that you made it happen yourself, you know? And I, I think that's like, that makes it 10 times cooler for me. The fact that is like, you were like, pulled the strings and found a thing and, and found a way to be like, cool, I'm on contract with Nike, you know? But um, I guess the question that I was going to ask originally is like, what does that, not what does the contract look like in, in terms of the details of it, but what exactly is the role that you're doing with Nike? Is it like they are enabling you basically like obviously like the the basic sponsorship that we tend mm -hmm. to know about in in the world is like you wear our stuff go on a big stage and everybody that sees you is going to want to buy our stuff because you're wearing it right but then also there's probably more layers and different stuff so i don't know how much you can talk about but what mm -hmm. is the kind of exchange like nike yeah. are, are hiring you to promote their company or to show that they're involved in breaking do you know what i mean like what's the i think that's a really cool question, to be honest, because I think that's that's what everybody thinks that's a sponsorship. Yeah. Um, and that could be a sponsorship. Sure. That's a very simple sponsorship, right? We see it's this... the straightforward one. Yeah, exactly. It's very straightforward. Um, but I actually recently had a really cool conversation with um, with Nike, and uh, they were talking about um, the three different sorts of people they work with. Let if it's a sponsorship or yeah. if it's just a collaboration. Yeah. Um, it might be completely wrong, but um, they mentioned that you can put uh, the collaborations, the people they work with in three different aspects. And okay. one is obviously the athlete con uh, the athlete chapter. Yep. So it's just about performing the performance. Yes, yes that's what right, it's called, right, performance. Right. So you have the performance, you have the comp uh, competitions. Even if you talk about Rihanna, like she has the, the her concerts. Yep. Let's let's put me and Rihanna like uh, like I, I do my um my competitions, I wear this, my gear, um, and that's it. Okay. Rihanna does her concerts, right? So then they have another one that's called culture. Okay. The, the culture means that um, Rihanna obviously is an artist. She has music as a culture. Um, she has her uh, representing Barbados, re representing yeah. people of color. Yeah. Same goes for me, representing people of color as well. Um, that's, uh, but also representing the hip hop culture itself and rep uh, representing what hip hop stands for. So we have this whole thing. So even if I wouldn't be performing great at the at the at the competitions, I'm still here at Groovenometry, yes. right? So you're still this, a part of the scene. Exactly. And, yeah. Still part of the scene, still having these conversations. Sure. Um that's uh that's another aspect that they have for their um collaborations. And then the third one is purpose. Okay. And purpose means 
what do the people actually stand for? You don't have to be part of a culture, right? Like so, Colin Kaepernick kind of. Yeah, for example, for example. I mean, yeah, he's also an athlete. Sure, but, of course, yeah. But let's say he would be performing horribly, but he's still known for, I mean, everybody knows. Yeah. Okay, let's let's do a little excerpt. Like, it's the guy who did the knee, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So he's the, he, and this is something, rule 50, that's what it's called. Um, okay. If you, rule 50 in the Olympics is that you're not allowed to. Oh, um, to protest. To do a. A political statement. To do a political yeah. statement while you're in the competition. You can do anything... Before and after. Before or... and after, but while you're doing the competition, you're not allowed to do political yeah. statements. Let's not talk about that rule, but yeah, Colin Kaepernick was yeah. known to go and down I on his knee. I think, if I'm right, he got picked up... Whether or not he got picked up by Nike before or during that moment, his he had a big campaign that came out when he... After he took the knee for like all those times that he did it, but I think if I'm if I'm right, he wasn't signed to a team at that point. He was a free. Wasn't he even kicked out? I think. I think yeah, I mean, and was, he couldn't get it was in during a game, as far as I know. Yeah, right? it was during a game. He, but he I think he did it a few and then... times, and then okay. they. But as far as I know, when his big campaign came out, he wasn't playing for a team. So mm. that's why I say like you know when you said even if he's performing horribly, it's like exactly. he wasn't even on the field. Exactly. He was just a figure that, that had purpose. a purpose. That yeah. is purpose. Same thing. I don't even know if Michael Jordan is still under contract, but that is purpose. Yeah, he's probably like, he, he is his own contract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, or we have um if we talk about uh Red Bull athletes, yeah. We still have um like let's say Lilu. Yeah. No, we're talking about breakers. Lilu is a super famous breaker, but he's not if he's doing a competition People don't want to see him. Um, I mean, they want to see him win, but it's not about that. Yeah, it's yeah. not about. The it doesn't matter if he wins or not. It's just Lilu. He has yeah. nothing to lose anymore. He already won. <laughs> yeah. Right. Same thing goes when Flea Rock went on that stage this uh, yeah. this past uh, BC One Rebel BC One final. Um, but yeah, talking about Lilu, um, he does so much for uh, like low income people. Really, he does so much for. Um, for 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 uh, people, Middle Eastern people, he does so much to stand in for. Even if he just stands in as uh, somebody who shows them, you can do, you can you can reach Achieve your goals. And, yeah. That is purpose. Wow, okay. that is purpose. So this is where. And then if you ask me, like how Nike works, true. Yeah. And then I heard something amazing. They said like you kind of fit in all three. Oh wow! And this is obviously yes. I have my my bronze medal mm. two times in a row at the World Championships. I do. I am part of the culture, and I I like to highlight that also with my with my voice i like to show like hey it's about love peace and having fun and um uh and educate people on the history of hip-hop educate yeah. them on the foundation um but then at the same time yes i speak up on uh, on social problems um problems in society discrimination yeah. we just had so yeah so this is um, amazing me like how how nike works um I think I'm super lucky to be with a company that actually listens to me and because we have conversations where we just talk about what I care about, what is my message, what do I want to achieve, what do I want to do, and, mm. and they actually listen. They might not be able to fulfill every little dream of mine, but I know that they, um, because it's still a company. Yeah, yeah, of course. But we still yeah. uh, want to work together to make the world a little better. And this is this is something that I really have the feeling that Nike wants Maybe they're not using their own platform, but they actually want to amplify my voice. Sure. They want to support my message. Yeah. And, amazing. Um, yeah. That's so cool that you feel like that as well. I do. You know? And uh, yeah, that's so great. And it's like you can get this uh, sponsorship for like, you know, <laughs> like being who you are, you know, like without having to like, uh, without having to perform or like to achieve certain goals and it's like yes okay that helps that you, you're a great dancer and you're successful in your competition but like that it's not like okay I, it's only that and if if I um if I don't achieve as well or I lose one battle or something my um worth isn't gone it's like we are sponsoring you for who you are and that is not dependent on how many battles you win you know which is like uh, that sounds like the perfect situation yeah. well, I mean, I, I'm still signed as an athlete sure so yes i do have also a little bit of pressure of, okay of oh really is, is, is there like a quota or uh... mm, no the, my, my contact is super super positive and it's okay. more like i'm not i'm not getting any uh shit when i don't perform yeah. well but i'm getting um motivation i'm uh getting um 
a lot of congratulations from the Nike team. Mm-hmm. From the Nike, we call it the Nike family because oh, it's already nice. it became a good team and we're yeah. in great conversations. So when I had my uh, medal at the last championships, I had I got so many messages as well from the Nike team. Oh wow, and, nice. Um, that's more of a of a motivation. Yeah. Yes, they want me to like achieve my goals. Um, uh, the goals that I'm setting, let's say making it always to the top 10 in yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, but they won't get mad at me. Right, if you but don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My results matter too. Okay, okay. So is it something where there's like a... Um, is is there... Again, I, I you don't want to too much into your contract. But like, do they kind of give you anything to any... Uh, how do I say that? Lower lower end thing like minimum requirements uh you have to attend this many battles you have to place here anything like that or is it more just do the best you can or you know uh i would say um so again nike is a company that really cares about uh or let's say i think in every company it also care it matters who you're talking to but yeah, I, sure. I am lucky enough to talk about even uh to talk with an athlete she was a runner and she uh so she knows she was she has been on European the highest level. I think oh, wow. she was a European champion oh, running. Wow, okay. So she knows how it feels and she's been under contract with Nike before as well. So it's just really nice to to have this contact. So talking about honestly, I don't even know because okay. my contract is really fresh. I'm okay. signed since uh May two thousand uh twenty one. Okay. So again, it's really fresh and we're still establishing that relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my results matter, but at the same time, we don't know where this journey is going sure. yet. So it's still like feeling it out and exactly. figuring out what the... Exactly. And uh, again, answer or don't answer if you don't want to, but is it a situation of like, um, like a salary or is it like a, something where you're working, uh, for certain benefits or something like that? Is it like a freelance type of contract mm-hmm. or... How, I don't know how much you can say or not say. Mm, okay, let me think. Let me think. <laughs> but um, if you're if you're not sure if you can answer, maybe we don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking of like how I can uh, because I want I want people to know what is possible. Um, I I have a salary. Okay. A yearly sal- salary. Okay. And I think that's very normal for an athlete. Yeah. 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 Of course. Athlete. Yeah. Um, but that salary, uh, also depends on my results. Got you. Let's say it like this. So is it, uh, when you say, dep- is that like kind of bonuses or is it more like the, it can vary depending on each time, like every year we renegotiate this contract? Um, hmm. <laughs> mm, I am, uh, la, 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 la. So let, let's just talk about what types of contract exist. Okay. Cool. So um, in general, because it's not my first contract. Sure. So um, there's there are yearly contracts and they get negotiated every year. Yeah. And there's long longer contracts and they go about some contracts can go ten years. Yes, yeah, sure. I guess contracts. similar to like contracts with like a, a basketball team or something. Like yeah, we're going to sign you for. Uh, 10 million for 10 years or yeah, you know what exactly, I mean like this exactly. type of thing and you're going to yeah. play for us for 10 years or so yeah I, I prefer not to talk about my contract in particular of course, yeah. but let's just say like in general there's contracts that um that have uh yeah like again they get renegotiated every year but then there's contracts that are really long everything has its positive yeah, and negative sure, aspects sure. obviously if you have a long-term contract that goes for let's say five years then you know for the next five years I'm going to be okay but also right? if you do a lot in two years you're exactly. worth more than what they and this is where they try to get the right deal out of you again it's exactly from watching sports i, I understand this from like basketball yeah. is like okay you sign for five years but you don't know how good you're gonna get after two and then That's now you're like shit they're getting a better deal or you like uh get injured or something like that like not you but like a, a basketball player gets yeah. injured and then he's like hey I'm getting paid the same for the next three years, even if I'm on the bench. So then exactly. you got the good deal. And, exactly. and it's like this negotiation of like, okay, what's mm-hmm. the, what's uh, it's almost like a gamble. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, what am I, what do I think is going to happen? What yeah. do I think is the right way to do this? And yeah. yeah. No, I mean like contracts can in- include everything. They can include um, bonus schedules as well. Okay. Um, it really depends on the contract, 
but usually I think athletes usually get bonus schedules where they um, get paid a certain bonus when they achieve certain right. results. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a thing that is happening in most sports. Um, this is actually even happening on a national level. Okay. And this is something in the Olympics um, that mm. is maybe interesting for everybody yeah. who is now thinking about like, oh, if athletes win the gold medal, they're going to be rich. And this is interesting because that is not something the Olympics don't pay. No. It's the, supposed to be an amateur competition, right? Or like not, not amateur, amateur, but like, but like it, the the Olympics. I don't know if there's even a prize money on the gold medal. I think I it's think more so. like I don't think so either. I think the gold yeah. itself has a certain value. Yeah, sure. But well, if I win the gold medal, I'm not willing to pay that uh, yeah. to to sell that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, definitely yeah. not selling that gold medal. So um, no, the the, uh, the the country is actually giving you. Um, Incentives. A bonus. Yeah. Right. So, and I think you can Google that, how much your country is paying. Sure. Uh, I know Germany. Like as in the government will. The government. The this isn't like anything yeah. to do with Nike. This is like. No, the, no. This the is actual the country will exactly. bonus you if, if you win a gold medal. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Okay. I, I think in, the, in Germany, it's somewhere in the five figures. Oh, wow. So it's it's not bad, but it's also not great. It's not life changing. Exactly. It's just well done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um the federations pay bonuses just like for example even if soccer come yeah uh but what's it called not federation soccer uh, if manchester united yeah. wins the premier league right they don't only get maybe bonus from their sponsors but they also get bonus from this the, the players get bonus from manchester united itself right right because they achieved uh, the exactly. thing <laughs> yeah exactly. the thing that you want so um yeah those are all and again this is Every contract is different yeah, and sure. every contract has to be negotiated And it's like custom for you. Yeah, and exactly, for, yeah. exactly. So I think um, this is something that I, I would give to every uh, person who's negotiating a contract. First of all, get professional help, <laughs> somebody who knows. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and find out your own w uh, value as well and what are the realistic approaches, what are the realistic results that you're going to achieve. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. The thing is, the the goal for an athlete would be being able to train every day. Yeah, being able to perform without having in your mind, oh my god, how am I gonna pay rent next month? I think and I that's guess the goal. even if you like, my in a way, like I feel like I, I made it because <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm living off my art, like uh, my photography, my video work, my uh, dance pays all my bills like i don't have any other jobs that aren't that hopefully the podcast is gonna add to that but <laughs> but it's like still within that it's like i'm doing video let's say more than my, my, one of my more incomes like higher incomes is video filming work and some of that is like corporate stuff or stuff that i don't i wouldn't i don't love doing i just you know it's mm -hmm. uh work but i think say the beautiful thing about this is like this thing like takes it's like, I'm only going to do the stuff that makes me me and that I want to do and makes me happy. And you don't have to even, even if you were already living off dance, like you don't have to do this. Uh, you don't have to have ham and get naked. <laughs> you know what I yes, mean? jump around naked <laughs> yeah. with ham on your, on your skin. Yeah. yeah so it's no, like, you know, um, it takes off that pressure to, yeah, to do anything but what you want. Absolutely. I think um, working as a dancer is, uh, has a lot to do with knowing which route you want to go road you want to go because yeah. as a dancer there's so many ways that you can perform yeah i mean yeah. again you can just be like okay let me do freestyle let me do choreography those are already two different things let me do uh theater and or let me do um commercial let me do long-term projects let me do short-term projects there's just woohoo music oh, well, let's go that's uh we've been interrupted. i think they turned on the wrong <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> it's fine we're gonna be back in just a few seconds. <laughs> I'm going to entertain the people. Okay, cool. Uh, I can do a little dance solo. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, hey, this is uh, also interesting because a lot of unexpected things happen in your in dance careers as well. <laughs> just a demonstration of what can happen in dance. In, uh, because, um, yeah, and this is something actually... What if you are at a job? What if you signed the contract, but then the, your client asks you to do something that you weren't asked before and that you feel comfortable about? 
That you feel uncomfortable. That you feel uncomfortable about, yeah. exactly. Because there's been like moments where I was just like, oh my God, because I was performing and uh, there were a lot of really rich, um, I would say 95% men in the audience and uh, we were supposed to do this show and the show was cool, but then a day before the first show, we were asked to um, do some animation. Animation usually means that you're a professional dancer and you dance. Um, it's it's <laughs> in other parts you would call it go-go like you don't dance in the you, you kind of like make the people dance and have a good time but you're just not doing a performance okay like so, almost like crowd uh crowd, hyping yeah hyping kind of them up okay. walking around so we had really cool costumes we had like completely complete bodysuits completely full with uh, little mirrors oh wow cool um so it was not that we were dancing in like uh yeah something sexually super uh, attractive or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean we just looked really we, it looked really cool yeah um yes we looked sexy because we are sexy <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah but that was not the costume that's what that's not the message of the costume so sure. we were asked to do that but then our show was a 45 minute show already and then they asked us to do another 45 minutes afterwards and we did that the first night and we all regretted it because I got asked probably three times uh, how much my cost would be for the night. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's, part of, it's interesting. It's unfortunately part of the business that uh, yeah they would ask you. Um, yeah, <laughs> they see you as a prostitute. Yeah, it's it's hurtful, and uh, that's when we realized we shouldn't have agreed. Yeah, to actually right. even be, or at least in you're not doing situation. it again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's like one night, okay, but now I know. Yeah, no. exactly. So, um, yeah, these things happen in the in the industry, and it's just I think sometimes it's just knowing what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. really important. Yeah, and I guess it's like you know this is why it's important to understand your contract and to read your shit and and to know that you have power. Like it's mm -hmm. <sighs> again, it's like something maybe I'm learning as I'm getting older, but I see a lot of young dancers that maybe just go along with stuff or accept stuff because it's like, oh, they're the ones paying me and they're, or even they're not paying me. It's just an older choreographer that said, even, you know, I'm not talking about inappropriate things like this, but maybe like, uh, oh, I have to perform these six shows and blah, blah, because I'm in this company. And it's like, are you getting paid? No. Then say I'm not doing them. Like, or are you getting paid? Yes, but that's not enough to do six shows. I'll do two. And if you don't want me to, then I'm not doing, you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? And it's like, some people are like, Again, not whether we're talking about something as extreme as this type of thing that makes you feel uncomfortable or just like I'm working in say like people that are attending like five rehearsals a week for a show. And it's like you're not getting paid enough to rehearse five days a week. It's like, hey, based on what you're offering me as a fee, I will attend one rehearsal a week. If you can't do it, if you can't get this show together with one rehearsal a week, pay me more <laughs> or don't do the show. Like, yeah, you're and you're allowed to say that because. You have that power as dancers. It's not just, oh, somebody asked me, I have to do. Well, you know, it's hard, but I have to do it. I'm being yeah. paid. It's like, you have to, um, Joe, the amount of interruptions we've had, don't worry about coming in. But <laughs> we've just had like four or five people just making noise. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so it's like, I, I just, yeah. Like, I mean, I love this coming from you and, and for you to say it, because it's like, you know, it's good for people to hear that from you. But it's like, yeah, I just wish people would yeah understand the power that they have, and you don't have to be someone super famous or, or successful just as a dancer. If you're in a project, because if you don't go on stage, and there's if if you not going on stage means that there's no show, you are the one with power. Like in a battle, it's like the organizers are not the one with power. The judges are not the one with power. Like because if I don't, if I'm in the finals and I don't compete, you don't have a finals. Yeah. Even if I don't, if nobody enters the prelims you don't have an event so it's like we have the power to say like hey this is not cool like whatever whether it's a job whether it's this type of thing whether it's a, a, a battle whatever it's like we've got to have a bit more like conviction and like hey that's not cool and it's not to be like yeah fuck you blah 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 but it's yeah. like sorry i'm a professional and this doesn't work for me yeah fix it because exactly. you know they'll do it to us you know what i mean it's like we show up we're judging at an event that we've been paid and we show up late we might not get paid or they hire someone else or whatever yeah. it might be or, a, you know, a commercial job or something. You show up late for rehearsals. Yeah. So if you're going to treat me like that, I'm also going to treat you like that. Hey, this is not adequate for me. Sorry, I'm not doing yeah. it, you know. So, yeah, I think something, again, dancers in particular, we get abused so many sure. times. Our uh, skill gets abused so many times. Um, it's just 
yeah, I can really just encourage everybody to really read every contract you're given, every single little contract. How many years is the cameraman or the company going to have the rights over yep. what you're filming right now? Yep. I really don't mind right here getting down for the cameraman so they, that you have some footage for Groovenometry. Yeah. But at the end, that cameraman can sell that footage. Yep. But the good thing is he has no signature. Yeah. So if he can show my signature that he has the right for his footage. Yeah. So then he can sell it and he can make a fortune with my footage. Yeah. So and I did have that have that experience that I actually did a job where um they were like, Yeah, we're such a small company, we just do stock footage. Um, so people can just go through our library and just use our footage for like presentations sure. or whatever. Well, then I went to the biggest electronic fair. I think it's even the biggest worldwide. Oh, IFA, wow. uh, international, international of German. Uh, in German, it's called Internationale Funkausstellung. So the international uh, fair for um, like transmission. Okay. So the everything. That, uh, no, trans, trans, like transmission. So like I have a remote and I oh. tell my, uh, my my washing machine to oh, okay right i'm telling or i don't know your fridge communicating with your yeah. smartphone okay but yeah. obviously also smartphones um everything that is wireless for example speakers or so everything like in like this electronic field in a way um where do i want to go <laughs> um that you found the, the the footage that you oh yeah. yeah so i was hired to actually perform at that fair okay so same thing, four, five times a day we were performing, but we yeah. had our like two, three hours in the middle to just, um, we could either just chill, have lunch, but we often used it to just walk around because it's super interesting yeah. what kind of new technologies sure. are on the market. So we walked around and then I was, uh, well, uh, yeah, I can name that company, <laughs> Telecom. Okay. Uh, most people know that company, yeah. right? So I, w I went to Telecom um, just because we knew there was something happening, there was like, some shows, so let's let's watch those shows. Uh, they had a whole building for themselves. Everything was really huge. And then we saw like a little stage and we were like, oh shit, there's like another performance happening. And we, we start, started saw, seeing dancers. And then in the back, there was a huge LED wall, huge, definitely a lot bigger than this room. Yeah. I'm talking about uh, the, the height was probably about like six meters. The width was probably like 15 meters. Huge. Wow, wow. So wherever you were inside that building, if you were on the right side, you could see what's happening on that screen. Guess what? My stock footage was on that screen. Wow. So just telling everybody I could definitely get paid. <laughs> a lot of money. For about, that. I don't know. I think a realistic price for that would be at least 5,000. Yeah. Buyout. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just easy. The, yeah. Maybe more. Yeah, probably yeah. something between five and ten thousand. Yeah, because the thing I think you know, and this is something depending on how how many years they can use it. Right? Exactly. Let's say, let's say one year, so we have some audience here who's interested in prizes. Yeah. Yeah, like I think something between five and ten thousand is a realistic yeah. price. Talking about who Telecom is and how many the countries company. they might yeah. show that that footage. Yeah. Yeah. If, but if it's only about like showing it on this particular fair. I would say a realistic price is five thousand. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, sure. using it oh for, for that one fair, only yeah, yeah. for that one but fair you know for not. <laughs> six days or yeah. whatever. No, that's probably what they had the rights from. But the company where I filmed the stock footage, I got paid three hundred. <laughs> yeah. So Telecom got a good deal. Like, probably really great deal. <laughs> I don't know how much they paid the company to get the stock footage. They probably not didn't. five grand. <laughs> no, not probably at all, less. Not at all. But yeah, yeah. And, and again, like some people know uh, know my signature moves, so they know I it's have easy this, to see this move where I jump into the bridge, kick my face, jump back, and jump into my invert and yep. roll on the on, on my chest. They had this whole sequence Ugh. on that big screen. Jeez. So yeah, obviously, like I was like, oh my god, this is me on the big screen. That then I was like, oh my god, this is me on the big screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. wait a minute. And so, this yeah. is the crazy thing where it's like, it's easy to think of the thing that you're doing could seem small. Like, ah, oh, it's just a yeah. thing shoot. Like, what are they going to really use it for? Like, I had a thing where I um, I sold some uh, of my photography to, uh, you know, Penguin. Uh, they make books. They're a publishing company called Penguin. I don't okay. know if you know. Have, uh, I don't know if it's only UK based, but it's a publishing company. They, they I took some pictures of some people who did well in the, their singers. They wanted to buy some pictures from me, fine, blah, blah, blah. They sent me the contract. And it's like, um, 
for me, I was super excited. I'm like, oh, amazing. You want to like, it was not, I didn't take it for them. I just, it took it a while ago and they wrote me like, hey, these pictures we saw, can we buy them from YouTube to publish mm-hmm. them? Fine. They sent me the contract and I sent it to a, a friend of mine. She's not like a lawyer or anything, but she, she is smart. <laughs> so I just asked her like, can you check this? And she was like, one thing is not on there is the, um, the wet, uh, location and the time. So it's yeah. like one, two most important things on the contract. And it wasn't, it, it just footage. said, we want to pay you this much to use these four pictures. And here's the like, and again, without getting too much into contract, it's like, they're not buying the copyright to the pictures. They're buying a license to use the pictures. So if, if I was to sell the copyright to the pictures, it means I'm not allowed to use those pictures anymore, which is a much higher price I would ask for. It's like, oh, you need to pay me big money yeah. to take my pictures away from me. Now, all I'm saying is. I can use my pictures for whatever I want, but you can also use them in your book, for example. And the question is, did that contract say if you were allowed to sell your pictures further? Yeah, so the, <laughs> basically what the contract was was a, a license to use. So yeah. it just means... So they were just allowed to use them. Just allowed to use them. But because it's a license to use, you need to answer where are you going to use them or when. Because, and on which platforms. And on which platform. Yeah, they had platforms in the contract. Okay. But what was missing was it just said... Um, Like, for example, if they're going to use it only, and I'm saying this not really for you, but more for the audience, because yeah. you know you know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, like, no, uh, yeah. you know, if you're going to use these pictures, is it only in the UK or is it worldwide? Because you pay me more if it's worldwide than it is UK. And is it for uh, six months, one year, for the rest of your life? Because if it's, you can use them forever, you, then it means, okay, you, it was for a book, right? So they published the book. Then what about the promo for the book? What about the TV adverts? What about if they want to remake the book? What if they want to do like a, a compilation of all their best books? And it's like, you're making a lot of money. So if you can use this forever, again, you pay me more. So I just wrote to, I mean, I don't think they were trying to like uh, get me, but I just wrote them and I was like, hey, can you include this and this? And they said, okay, cool. It's a, um, uh, I think it was worldwide contract for one year. Um, and then I kind of checked like the price, how much they were offering. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm happy with that. That's fine. Um, I think it's, in business, it's always uh, important to actually, as you say, it's just important to know what are your rights. And it's also important also to show your, your person hand, you're yeah. talking to, to show them, hey, I know what I'm doing right here. Yeah. So knowing a, f a few phrases of marketing, of contracts, yeah. I think it's just so important. Um, yeah, it was just it's just so important to know what a contract needs to state, as, for example, when it comes to the yeah. right to use pictures. And in my in our case as dancers, um, We I signed so many um, uh, release forms. That's I, I probably signed thousands of release forms. Yeah, and all the release forms say for unlimited time and unlimited. Um, what's it called? Unlimited uh, location, location, yeah. and uh, and unlimited media yeah, as well. Yeah. So, and this is something that um, yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna name the company. <laughs> yeah, but major battles yeah right, right major battles they use the footage for tv advertisements they use the footage for um branding on screens on events they use the footage everywhere and i think it's it's one thing as a dancer and as or as an artist in general i think it's um be selling out your art is just so delicate yeah <laughs> so yeah again like know what you're signing i know that i signed so many release forms and i know what i'm getting into yeah um yeah but at the same time i'm also being careful about that because these yeah release forms obviously um they give them the right to use your footage forever yeah. and everywhere yeah i was um <laughs> it's funny like you know we get so used to it, i guess you know with like a uh, phone updates we just read the terms and conditions and accept or whatever we don't yeah. even read it you know but like yeah even just uh recently i was going to uh red bull headquarters in uk because we have some events there yeah. for the dance scene and um just when you go in it's like you have to sign like in your name who you're there to see and then you just just yeah. read this and and sign to accept and i was like and then i was like wait I like, I'm here to film. I'm here to do like, I'm like, let me go back and check this. Like, what does this yeah. give you permission? Cause I'm like, like, I don't want it to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. and now it's like more my mindset of like, wait a minute. What? And I read it and it was like, okay, this has nothing to do with my content. It's yeah, just, no, uh, but I mean, you have so many moments where you also get rushed. Yeah. And this is something. Oh, sign this, sign this quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just sign it. It's a regular release form. Yeah. So for example, I, I was just doing a competition in, um, in Brazil yeah. two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, in Rio and it was, um, They published the vet. Oh, the I think I saw, was it Vanessa and these guys were there as yeah, well? Yeah, and, yeah, they were also there. So, it, and the the battle was shown, was broadcasted live on TV Global. Okay. Or TV Global. 
um, which is probably the one of the biggest sports channels they have in Brazil. And after winning that competition, my Instagram exploded. And I think I had like within 10 minutes, 2000 followers oh, mayor, more. Um, wow. So yeah, like, uh, but then they gave me the contract um, just before the final battle. And uh, they were like, here, can you sign this really quick? And I was like, okay, cool. They're like, it's just a normal release for me. I was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to read it. And they were like, oh, yeah, 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 that's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> but then, it's like, yeah, they, they kind of didn't want you. No, but it was nobody from the TV. I think it was one of the dancers ah. himself who was taking care of that. And then he mentioned like, oh, damn, that's actually right. I think you're the only one who did that. And <laughs> yeah, and this is, this this is dangerous. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, again, it's TV. It's, I mean, yeah, I signed my rights away for all that footage. Um, but it's a choice then. It's a choice. You, exactly. I it's read it. I understand. Exactly. I agree. It's a conscious <laughs> yeah. choice that you're making in that moment. Yeah. And it's not a wrong answer. It's just as long as you yeah. know, you know, some, like exactly. even on the other extreme, like sometimes we work for free, you know, like sometimes we, we do a show for free. We help out a friend. I film for free. And <laughs> invited to battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I film for free all the time and it's like, but... As long as you know, yeah. this is my choice. Like, exactly. what's the thing? Hey, I'm, you know, we're not getting paid, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I still agree. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But exactly, I think also it's like you get to a certain level where you start to see yourself as a professional. And, you know, some younger dancers, they're just like, oh, but I'm just having fun. It's just my hobby. And it's like, yeah, but you're ruining the business for <laughs> everybody else, by yeah. the way. <laughs> and it's also like it's the the company's job to take advantage of that. Of course. Not like they should, but that's what they their mentality is like. Yeah, some of these people don't see themselves as professionals. Let's get them, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's uh, it's one thing of being an amateur and show, also doing amateur work. Yeah, sure, And I sure. think it's... Also, I don't want to put it down and I don't... Because I did a lot of work for free. You can't underestimate experience. Of course. Um, it's really but important, But then actually. there's a point where you're just done with experience. Yeah. And I think... Very important for every artist and performer to know is when is the point when they actually profit from having me, not me profiting from being here. Yeah, because uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're, I've been just performing so many times on, uh, as I said, like little like street fairs yeah. and little shows with like hundreds of like uh, not hundreds, but like let's say we're like fifteen people on stage and we all just perform a little freestyle round. <coughs> Sorry, it's okay. That just gave me so much experience back then. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the um, it, it, no matter like it depends what you're doing, where your your experience, because it's like you're saying experience, 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 but you're not getting what you think you are sometimes. So like, when let's, see, let's see it as a as a internship. Yes. yes, we do. Like, okay, I study marketing, then I'm done. I have my bachelor. Okay, cool. I have no working experience. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Let me do an internship in a company that's uh, that sells um air filters yeah, yeah <laughs> very yeah. random air filters it's COVID times <laughs> okay cool i did my internship i did the marketing and i'm like okay maybe air filters are not my thing okay let me go into a fashion company yeah yeah i have no like experience there so okay cool um and then i see another offer for an uh, a paid internship and then i'm like okay wait a minute i already did an internship okay maybe i have no experience in fashion but I should go into this, uh, this, um, this, uh, what's it called? Like the the, the talk yeah. that you have with the manager. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Negotiation. The negotiation with confidence because I already did. I have my bachelor. I have my degree. Okay, maybe I can do an, a paid internship. Yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe I'm not getting paid amazingly, but I'm getting paid for now. Okay, cool. So you have your internship where you didn't get paid at the uh, air filter company. You have your internship at the fashion company. And then the next fashion company is offering a job. Or an internship. What are you going to do? Yeah, you're not going to do it you're for free again because now you're internship. valuable. Exactly. And it's like, and it's also like, um, you have to understand what you're getting from the thing because not every, uh, what's the expression? Like not everything that glitters is gold. <laughs> you know, like it's like <laughs> yeah. I, I heard a lot of, when we saw, I spoke about this recently, but like um, a lot of dancers will do stuff for free sometimes because of the venue they're like especially in choreography right it's like oh yeah but it's good to have on my cv that i performed at this theater mm -hmm. and it's like i spoke to some people that know uh, like agents and stuff and it's like i don't think anyone's ever looked at a cv and gone oh you've performed at a big theater mm -hmm. it's like yeah but what did you do like what was the job if it was just yeah. a shitty just show a little insight i have not updated my cv for probably four years yeah because i don't even need a cv yeah anymore. yeah yeah, yeah. Because the people like this is this is I think the goal that 
at some point you don't need to send in a CV. They come to you because of you. Exactly. And they already know you're a exactly, CV. Exactly, exactly. But it's like, you know. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. It's like, like, it's like if somebody said to me, um, we want you to perform in this dance show, right, for free. There's very few, I mean, it depends on the size or whatever, but there's very few things in that realm that I need experience of. I have a lot of experience with that. It may be, oh, am I going to see it leading to an opportunity? I don't know. But mm -hmm. mostly I work, I dance for work or for battles or for fun, right? With something like this, so full transparency, like Groovenometry aren't paying me to do this. They didn't pay, they're not paying me for the panel talk, nothing like that. But for me, this is like I'm getting as much out of it like I wouldn't have had a chance to speak to you exactly. if I didn't come I wouldn't I have had to say the same thing yeah and it's like I wouldn't yeah. have been able to do the panel talk and I want more people to know about what I'm doing and this is something that I need but this is not business this is culture and I think sure. this is a big sure. difference also yeah and again like if let's say there would be um, Reebok would be organizing this event um, but then there would be a co completely different aspect because sure. There's no major friend behind this event. Right, right, There's exactly. There's nobody yeah, profiting yeah, yeah, yeah. from this event, but the audience. And we want these people to have a great experience sure. too. Yeah. Because that's our that's our culture. That's our yeah, and something that we're offering. Right? Because we've had this before. Like, come on, we pay what five dollar for five euro for an entrance, five pound. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever currency you're using, <laughs> yeah. um, you're paying that entrance five currency um, to get in, and you have an, an experience from morning till evening. You're You're meeting incredible dancers. I've been there that I've seen the first IBE. I've been in a cypher with Hong Ten. And I was wow. just like, oh my God, Hong Ten. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? And, yeah. And then I don't know if Hong Ten got paid to be at IBE. To be honest, I kind of doubt it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of think he got paid maybe his flight and maybe he got, sure. he was judging some kind of part of the event. So maybe for that. Yeah, maybe he got paid for judging, but he didn't get paid for the experience that I had as yeah. a as He a offered that for free. Exactly. Yeah. He offered that for free. And I think this is the difference that we're having here why we are doing things for free yeah sure and why we are um why we would be charging if there would be a major company behind this event because if there's a major company behind it then this company looks great right They're and there's money the going somewhere exactly. somebody's getting money it might just exactly. not be you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah i just yeah. think this is like um i mean it's part of growing up in dance and you make mistakes and and the arts in general business in general you know you make mistakes you you grow and You learn these things, but um, yeah, I think it's just important to like, and this is why I love everything you said today is it's like, it's great to hear that. It's like, sometimes it, I think that people have the impression of like, it's like, okay, I'm Jilu. I want some battles. Knight comes in. Hey, we want to give you some money. And you're like, okay, yeah. cool. And it's like, it's not that it's so much like understanding of business and marketing and what a business wants and negotiations and all these things. And it's like, And how you come off, how confident you come off about how much do you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And we've like, been talking about business. Yeah. We've been talking about contracts. We've been yeah. talking about Hello. all these things. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I've been talking about taxes. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, a girl that I met over here got, um, she pretty much paid taxes in her country and in Germany. Right. Until I explained her the German tax system, we found out the dance school she was working for actually charged her to pay taxes <laughs> oh shit yeah so it's just like there's so many aspects that i would just say read into it um inform yourself and uh just yeah know what you're getting into yeah and for me like i'm a real person of like i love i i, I always want to understand my craft so like with photography with uh, videography with even podcasting it's like i'm studying people who who do the interviews i'm understanding the setup what i can do what's possible how i can be better as an interviewer as a talker blah 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 but This same thing like extends to the business of these things. So understanding your craft as a dancer is not only your skill set and stuff. It's your marketing. It's your business. It's your uh, how do you how are you making money? What are you doing? It's like it's all your craft, yeah. you know. And it's your your art form is also the business side as much as the art side. If you if you're mm -hmm. a professional with it, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think we'll uh, start to wrap up. I mean, I could talk with you for for a long time, and I'm hoping we get to do uh, some some more. We have some uh, <laughs> we have we some might ideas. Have something coming up, <laughs> yeah. Um, something tasty. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Thank you so much for being here. Like I had a great conversation. Thank you, Joe, for being here. Also, we love you. Um, everyone, check out Monkey Flip Media. Yep. Um, but yeah, no. Honestly, thank you so much for being here, and thank you for the panel talk as well um yeah thank you everyone for listening um if you 
don't already check out um, at the capsule.ldn on Instagram and our YouTube is the same and uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. This is everywhere. Um, so check it out. If you like this, I have some other podcasts with a lot of different people. Um, I'm like in the 50s in terms of episodes now. So I've done a lot of interviews. But um, yeah, and shout out to Grivenometry for having me um you know what's funny yeah yeah yeah, for having all of us yeah um i tried to do (laughs) years ago i had this idea to do some interviews and it was groovenometry was like the first time i tried it and uh it was terrible like i didn't have any microphones i was just recording off the camera and i did it in a really bad place and i never put the interviews out because it was just trash but i always remember it's like they were the first people that were like yeah try our event and i interviewed just like some friends of mine and stuff but um yeah so shout out to grivenometry for um for believing in me from the beginning um yeah and if you want to read more from me i have a yes i have a blog it's the just gilu podcast uh, podcast <laughs> soon <laughs> no it's uh it's just i'm gonna try and i'll get the link from you yeah. and i'll try and put it in the description Perfect. of this so people can Show click notes. and uh, yeah exactly yeah and um your instagram is at bgirlgilu j-i-l-o-u yeah <laughs> i mean if you're following me and not gilu it's like a i don't understand where you came in from this. <laughs> it's like most of the people are probably seeing you and then discovering who's this, who's this other guy that's there um but yeah no honestly thank you so much and uh we'll chat more soon and peace guys peace out <laughs>